Hello, and welcome to another episode of Got It From My Mama podcast. You got it right, Tori Piskin. Wow, you came in hot with that. That was a great intro. Wow, All right, guys. So nice for you. Well, we did get into a fight about three seconds prior to this because we're using a new recording um, device, and you told me that I did not prepare you. You didn't. She and did I said, not, girls. She did not. And I'm not technically savvy. So now that Tori's moved to L.A., there's no one to help me but my husband, who happens to be home, obviously, because of the virus. Right. And he's better than I am. But she's asking me, for, what the hell is my ear? I only have earbuds. Is that yeah. the right word? Yeah. Right. So these are his, which yeah. are earphones now, but I don't have them. But anyway, right. the very last minute, two seconds before, it's like, what do you mean you don't have those? <laughs> I'm not a, you know, a, a I had the same person. problem, actually. I had my husband running around for like 20 minutes looking for <laughs> Oh, I feel uh, better. Looking for headphones like this. Okay. And then and then I had the ones that had the wrong, like it didn't yes, have the, the round plug. Yeah, yes. the jack. Yes, the jack. So hard. Right. All right. Well, let me right. introduce our guest because I am so excited. Let's hope you say the names right. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick to the first names. I think I can get the first names. All right. We have here Rebecca and Jacqueline, both the creators of this amazing Instagram account called to the guys I've kind of dated. So let me explain. No, it's amazing. I'm really, I've been reading it. I like, I should have been on it when you got dumped. Right. <laughs> I'm more important than you. Exactly. So let me just explain um, the Instagram account and you guys can then tell me if, if there's anything else you want to add. But basically it's an Instagram account where people send in letters to the guys that either they had like a serious relationship with or maybe just like a one-off date. Kind of like all that Kind of like when you call your friend up and you say the truth about the guy, it's kind mm -hmm. of like you guys writing the letter or people sending in the letters to these uh, to the guys that they wanted, like what they really wanted to say. What right? they really want to say, exactly. yeah, like what you would want to say, but forget about you. It's me, right? Right. right. Moms, honestly, but it is an amazing thing. It's like getting closure, but you don't have to get it with the asshole that dumped you or the exactly male, male, whoever right. done it, male. So, so how did you guys come up with this? Because you both both are in relation, uh, married, right, or relationships? No, uh, actually, I am. Yeah, Rebecca's single. Rebecca's yeah, single. Okay. single. Okay. So, but we've known each other our whole lives. We grew up around the corner from each other. Um, best family friends. Our moms are still best friends. Mm -hmm. um, so we go way back. Um, but the way that the account started, so basically in like two, like 2015, 2016. Um, I mean, I dated a lot in New York. Like, I feel like I've dated every single guy in New York City. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> and my best friend Carly at the time was also dating a lot. Most of our friends, you know, we were in our late 20s. Most of our friends were planning weddings. So we were kind of each other's go-to for like after dates. We'd always call each other up and like share our experiences. And we were going on like minimum three dates a week. Um, and so, you know, we had just like all these crazy stories and we were always, always like calling each other, sharing them. And, you know, one day she said to me, like, I'd love to say, you know, I'd love to tell this guy, you know, like everything he did wrong on the date, but like, I couldn't, like, I can't do that. So I'm like, right. why don't you write me an email of everything you want to say to him, but you know, you're not actually going to tell it to him. And so she did. And from there, we just, that was like our thing. Like after dates, we'd send each other an email of like basically all these like 
terrible dating experiences, but also like funny and just like outrageous things. Um, whether they were like one-off dates or guys we were dating for like weeks or a month. Um, and then, you know, it kind of just ran its course and then fast forward to like February, 2020 and Rebecca and I were on the phone, we were catching up and Rebecca's out in LA. And I said, you know, what's dating like for you in LA, what's going on? Uh, and Rebecca, if you want to like kind of jump in and, and tell the yeah. part. Well, I was telling her about this guy I was dating and he was really sweet and he was pretty, he was pretty perfect, but there was just <laughs> one problem that I hadn't told anyone yet. I couldn't muster up the courage to tell anybody about this pro this problem. So I said, um, the one thing that's an issue is his breath. He has bad breath. <laughs> like a set in the city episode. Exactly. This guy was great, though. He was like he, a he gentleman. He's taking her out to great restaurants, mm -hmm. like doing all he the right things. Bye to me, which in LA is a is a plus. He was right. checking all the boxes. Um, yeah, he was checking all the boxes besides having the bad breath. breath. <laughs> um, and so at this point, when I told Jack this, she said, "You know, um, me and Carly used to write letters to each other back and forth about the guys we've dated." And I said, "Oh my god, you have to send these to me because." That sounds so funny. And Jackie said, well, why don't you also write me one and get it off your chest? And so that's exactly what I did. And, you know, as I was reading her letters and my letter, I was laughing out loud at this idea where people can do that and not and be anonymous and not, you know, say it to the guys they've dated and just get yeah. it off their chest. So that's sort of how how it all started. Yeah. The next day we started the account and just started posting our own stories and our friends' stories. And then from there, we started getting submissions and started posting other people's stories. And how long have you guys had it for? Because I feel like it's grown like pretty quick. Yeah, we, we, it started in February. So, oh my wow. God. Uh, two months. And you're, in, well, and you're in New York, Jacqueline? So I'm in New York. I'm living, I'm in the city. You're in the city. And, and Rebecca, where are you in LA? She's in LA. I'm in West Hollywood. Oh, so you're right in the You are too? Yeah. Oh, awesome. That's yeah, we have to get together for so sure. You're able to do this even from a distance starting it. Yeah. That's yeah. So Rebecca, I mean and Rebecca also has like a background in you know, graphic design and so she was able wow. to make the letters look really yeah, I pretty love and it's here on my phone. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Now so have you yeah. now Rebecca, like have since yeah. I mean I guess yours is like a little more like we don't know what you look like, but have you ever been recently, well, I guess you weren't recently dating because of the quarantine, but like, have you been in a situation where you're nervous, like you're going on a date with a guy and you're nervous, he's going to know that like you started this account about people kind of like hating on dates? Like, have that's you ever been like nervous? That's actually funny you say that because it has crossed my mind many times. Um, and, and to be honest, you know, the, this past year I've dated, I've dated a lot. I've like put, really put myself out there. And, um, there have been times where like during this whole process of creating this account, there was someone I was dating that saw me post about this and I was crossing my fingers that he didn't see a letter <laughs> that I had didn't, written didn't about we, him. Didn't we block for a minute the guy who yes, put his ex on a story while you were dating yeah, I didn't him? Want him to, I was nervous. Yeah. I didn't want him to see it. Well, I think, yeah. um, I think Tori's had that problem with the podcast. With that you know, we would always talk about the date she went. Well, first of all, we have trashed the ex ex boyfriend. I mean, right. If there was it's ever a, a chance of him coming back, it's never happening. 
But besides that, all the dates I had, sorry, the dog's head is in here. But I finally had to say to her, you've got to stop talking about these guys because even they, because they say they're not listening, they're listening. Just like you found out, right? They're going on those posts. I try to keep it separate though, as much as I can, you know, I don't post as much on my personal account. Um, because I do want to keep it separate for that exact reason. I don't want people to see necessarily. But I think it's a, gu- yeah. a guy's curiosity or anybody's, if they know this is what you do and you've told them, how do you not want to see it? You know, like you cannot, yeah. I would, I would think it's curious, yeah. not to, to stop yourself. Now, yeah. has there been any, wait, I'm trying to think what, has there been any times where like, someone sent you a letter. I mean, I definitely want to like read some of the ones you sent me and I want my mom to read the one I made her write to my ex. But if there been, <laughs> I, I, I was not wait for that. I needed you guys two years ago. Wait, mom, <laughs> maybe you should um, read the one to my ex. Okay. Do you want to do it now? Yeah, sure. I Okay, now let me just say that now everyone knows on the podcast that like sister this- FaceTiming me. For, so Tori has a sister, I have another yeah. one who has a baby. That's two. Facebook me all day now because she's bored. Right. <laughs> and the other, and meanwhile, I love how one hour, mom, you're FaceTiming Rachel with like yeah. your grandson, and then the next, you're writing a letter to someone that dumped <laughs> me two years ago. Like yeah. really, like our lives yeah, could not like, be any different. Well, Jacqueline and Rebecca have lives like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. So, um, wait, but I just want to say that. Um, so, I mean, people know in the podcast, I dated this guy for like over a year, but he became like very entrenched in my family and we were going to move in together and it was very serious. And then he broke up with me out of the blue. It doesn't even um, know this story. Well, I'm giving oh. them an oh, update. Oh, okay. Well, in August, it'll be two years. Oh, well, oh. So Isn't that kind of sad? We're, all, we're still Isn't talking about it. <laughs> it's like a year and a Wait, half. So, so what, so he was, but he was like very a part of the family and then out of the blue, he just broke up with you? Yes. And we okay. were like going to move in together and everyone knows I had a relapse of Lyme oh disease God. and it was like a very like traumatic ending. Okay. And I like never heard from him. Now I wrote a letter to him after the breakup. Me and my therapist composed it. He definitely knew that wasn't for me because everything was spelled right. And I'm very <laughs> dyslexic. And my mom and dad have like, you know, throughout, I think throughout, like, especially in the beginning, wanted to write him a letter, or really go to his apartment. So I feel like this is my mom's finally her time. Wow. It- it's not as good as it would have been because it's a year and a half later. Like, like we were really going to like, you know, we were, my husband was going to email him. Definitely. Okay. Cause that's how entrenched he was in the family in, in actually a very short time, oh, no. right? A year and a half. My husband wanted to write him an email because even though it was only, it was only a year and a half, like realistically, but I think because he was in his thirties and Corey was almost, you know, 28, it gets a little, you know, more serious quickly, right? Yeah. When you're young. Yeah. So I think, you know, we really did love him. I hate to say that word. We really did. I, I don't know what to say. But we really felt incredibly fooled by him um, okay. and blindsided. So when this yeah. happened, except for the fact that Tori, just to sum- summarize this very quickly, is that Tori, we went on a family vacation to Massachusetts. Tori had a relapse of Lyme very badly though when we were there and I actually said to my husband it's 
I, I, I hope he sticks around because that's how sick she was and had to go to the emergency room. I don't think I meant it. I just think it was that overwhelming. Mom, you put out the bad karma. No, she, oh, no. she was that sick. She was right. really, it was very frightening. And I, the, I, it was the only time I ever saw a sign. He looked at me when she had gone to the hospital and he said, I want you all to know I really care about Tori. And if I was in my right mind that Tori wasn't sick, I would have thought, care? You're moving in together. I, As I reflected back, back I thought yeah. that was- Two years later, you've been reflecting every- Right, no, not right, <laughs> yes. But I, I mean, that obviously was a really strange comment, right? For somebody that was gonna move in. So that's what we said. So anyway, so I wrote- All right, here okay. we go. I said, questions. Why did we meet your parents four weeks before the big dump? Two, why did we go on a family trip to Massachusetts with us three days before the big dump? Three, why did you use Jay and me the whole relationship and take our new car to see your parents in Red Bank, New Jersey? That's three. Okay. (laughs) I didn't know this is bullet points. Yes. Okay. <laughs> why did we take you to dinners, lunches, and why did you call me to always come over and have coffee and conversations with me? Oh. Five, oh. why did you start to fix up your apartment and my husband helped you paint it to have Tori move in two weeks Ugh. prior? Ugh. Now, you could see... I still feel like I want to see him. There was one day I drove to Chinatown. Wait, Mom, is that the end of the letter? That's the bullet points. Oh, okay. It was supposed to be more of a letter, but that's okay. (laughs) No, that's totally right. Okay. When people send you these um, letters, do you ever want to, like, write back to them? Like, do you ever feel like, don't worry, it's going to be okay, or, like, this happened to me? Because, you know, with your guys, it's much more, like, there's no face to the account. Like, we don't know what you guys look like, but do you guys ever feel the need to ever want to write back to these girls? We actually do sometimes. Mm-hmm. When we get um, them in DMs, we do. Mm-hmm. Like, is there an example that you can give for someone? So, I mean, a, a lot of times we'll get, you know, what we post on the feed, it's usually we stick to, like, more along line of humor and funny, but right. we definitely get letters that aren't right. That people yeah, are just like really sad or disappointed. Um, and maybe they just needed to let it out. Like it was therapeutic. So when we get them through email, we can't respond back because they're submitted anonymous anonymously. But when we get them, in, when we get them through DMS, we always respond to people. And sometimes people are asking for our advice. Um, so, and a lot of times there'll be letters that are like, you know, there was this one, one girl who, who was like, I'm pregnant and I'm in love with my boyfriend. They were very young. They like lived out of like a, right back. They like lived out of like a van. Uh, they, they would go across country, it, like super, right. And she was like, I'm pregnant. Um, and basically, like she needed to find like a whole, like a family took her in. I, I forgot the term she used. Whoa. Where they like take in pregnant girls without homes. Unwed, and she like, they, those unwed like um center like you go to those centers or like a recovery center almost, but for unwed mothers. Exactly, like for unwed, right. you had nowhere to go. Yeah, and she's like, so I'm going to this family, and 
he's with a new girl. Oh, he breaks right. up with me and oh, he's with a new girl. And she's like, she but I'm like, asking us. she's like, but right. I'm heartbroken and I can't stop thinking about him. And she's pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys aren't therapists. So like, what are right. you saying that? So that's what we, I mean, we say we're not, you know, we're not pro- like professional. Uh, yeah. You know, like as much as we want to give our advice on something like that, like from an emotional standpoint, like, oh my God, we're so sorry. Things like that. We do have to keep in mind that we aren't therapists and like we can't give necessarily some sort of advice when someone like that asks us. In such a serious situation. But we'll, you know, we'll give her um, like our support. support. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, let her know like this is like what we think, you know, focus on this. That's a tough one though. Now, Rebecca, like, okay, as someone, like, you and me are both single, right? So when I get, like, you know, when I do the podcast with my mom and people tell their crazy dating stories and they're still single, it always, it's always hard for me not to reflect on myself being like, wait, like, am I, am I, am I going to be this forever? Like, you know, because when you're on the other side, when you're in a relationship, it's, like, more fun to look at these, like, when you found the one, it's more fun to like look at all these fucked up dates you went on. But for you, when you're getting all these submissions that are about people's awful dating, like does it ever make you feel like really hopeless about yourself? You're like, oh fuck. Like, or, or can you separate it? I know what you're saying. Um, I think there's moments where I can look at these letters and say, oh no, like I really hope that that's not me at any point because well, I am still dating. I know. And I, I would hope I don't run into these situations. A little scary, but- right? Right. But it does happen. I mean, I've had, I've had things happen, but not to the extreme that these people um, share. But um, yeah, I try to, I could, I do a good job at separating it. You know, being single, I'm 31. I'm dating. I'm also in quarantine. I'm trying to virtually date. I mean, the the times right now are just so weird. um, And I'm trying to stay positive about it. It's a, it's a, you know what I I said to my husband, like Jacqueline, you know, you have your husband, like my older daughter, how hard it is for single people today during this time ha- with COVID. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say how hard it is for us to be quarantined with our husbands. Well, that's yes. Like, yeah, I also feel like mine is 37 years. But but I want to know how long have you been married? We actually got married in November. Oh, my God. Oh, tough. You know what? That's not so we know. <laughs> No, but that's tough to just be a new one. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, we've been together for five years. I met him out in the city in like my prime of dating in New York. Oh, um, but he so, just took forever to ask me to marry him. What? <laughs> Jack wrote a letter to him. Jack, you I should did. share oh, you that did? letter you wrote. Yeah. Really? Well, yes. Well, I have like two letters to him. One was when he brought the lube to like Aria Wine Bar in the city. He brought lube? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like like KY Jelly? Yes. Wait, so you were at a bar. Like, yeah. what date number was this? Three. <laughs> like, it was so like... So this was the third date, and he... How did the lube get brought up? <laughs> um, It might have been... At, or three... Or maybe it was, like, our fourth date. Um, Not like it matters. But basically, um, I think we were, like, talking about, like, like condoms. I was like, I you know... We were, you we were like being safe, but um, I like hated the condoms, and I think his idea was to like bring the the, the lube to like make it better for me. 
But he like showed up to the bar and just was like put it on the table. It was actually later. Not to say like you know I didn't give it up easy. I didn't actually. <laughs> him. This is why maybe he asked me to marry him. I think it was more like we had been dating for like two months at this point. Oh. But still, um, such a guy thing though, right? Um, I don't know. It was like a weird. It was weird because the loop was like empty. So he, he like brought a bottle of loop like that he was using and. <laughs> He had put, like I don't know I like felt it in his pocket. He like put it out on the table, and Wait. I I was like, did you just bring a bottle of lube to like this like romantic restaurant? Right. So like that was weird, and that it was like used. There was like fingerprints in it, like it was being squeezed. <laughs> the whole thing was bizarre. So I had written a letter to him. That was like right. one of two letters I had written to him. Wow. Well, I actually have a story, but I didn't write the letter to it. It actually just happened to me a few nights ago. Mom, I haven't even told you this. This is actually like a pretty fucked up story. Uh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, when you're like, okay, since it's related to moms, and I'll go back to the fucked up story. When your mom, like, is your mom very into your dating life? Is she like my mom where she's like, when you tell these fucked up stories and she's like, I don't want to hear it. I I can't listen anymore. Or is she just like, don't worry, you'll find the one. Is she more positive? Yeah. My, so I don't share everything with my mom. I mean, I share the most important things with my mom. And she's she is definitely more of the type of person that says, like, don't worry. Like, it's going to be – you're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. Like, let's wait for the right one. You know, right. I had a I, – I was in a long relationship for a while. We broke up a few years ago. But, like, when that whole thing happened, like – my mom was there for me, like in that moment, kind of like, like, like when you guys are talking to each other, I'm like, oh my God, my mom would want to write him a letter too and say like, you know, so, yeah. So in, in that, in that respect, my mom's there. So she's much more, pro- and Jacqueline, what is your mom, which when you were my, in the midst of dating, was she, what was she like? My mom has always been very involved in um, my dating life, relationships, giving advice. Um, like from the beginning of time, like I was like 16 and had like my heart broken. My mom drove over to the high school to pick me up. Like (laughs) she's very much involved and was involved when I was dating. Um, I, I called her and told her everything and she would always be like, you know, she always like had like rules, like, you know, he has to do this. He has to do that. And I always kind of like, I don't like on dates. Like she would always say to me, I mean, you know, things are different now. I feel like people might be like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. But like, she'd always say to me, you know, a guy has to pay for you on the date, make sure he see how he is at the end of the date. Does he open the, you know, make sure you got home. Okay. Um, and your mom gives like great advice. She would give great advice or even gives me advice on dating. Oh, she would say, you know, like never reach out to a, never reach out to a guy first to let him reach out to you. Let him I, think all those you. Are like, I think all those are very still relevant. Like I think those, like when a guy doesn't pay, for me, it's like such a turn off. And it's funny to look and do these polls on relationships a- like that. With both guys have no money. <laughs> well, I mean, like if you know, I, I, I work, I, I, you know, I definitely believe in being like a partnership, but I think like in the beginning when a guy's pursuing you and asking you to go out and, and he's choosing the restaurant or he's choosing the bar and I, I think in the beginning, like, that's what I've always believed. But we've done a million polls, like, on, you know, to the guys I've dated mm-hmm. um, on our page right. where girls are, like, they, they'll get upset by that. Like, they'll be like, no, like, it's 2020. Like, 
girls should split it. Like it's okay for girls to text guys first or ask a guy out. And I mean, I see that end too. Um, I just think like, I never really like reach, I would listen to her. Like I never really reached out or pursued a guy. Um, so I don't know. She, she was always, she was always great with advice and I listened to her and I feel like she never really steered me wrong. So is there any, like, did your husband check off all those things that your mom was telling you? No, my mom told me I was not allowed to marry a non-Jewish boy, and I did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but she, you know, she, my parents love him. Um, and But we have a lot of differences in the way that we were raised and, you know, religion, obviously. Um, and there's, there had been in, in, many, there was many obstacles and, you know, we had breakups throughout our five years. It wasn't like just smooth sailing. We broke up multiple times. Really? Yes. How long were you broken up for before you would get back together? Well, in the first year it was often, we were together for like two or three months. Then he broke up with me out of the blue. Um, And then we were together for another few months and then we broke up and we went three months without, uh, seeing each other or speaking to each other. And then we got back together. And then from there, everything moved very slowly. Um, he's oh, like an identical. You, were you young? No, I mean, I met him at 28. So I think like a lot of my friends who were meeting guys then well, true. were moving in getting engaged and getting married within like two years. So oh, he's an identical twin. Yeah. He's an identical twin. He was living with his brother. Like he wasn't quick to move in or, propose or do any of those things. So he took his time and I didn't mind it because I had been in very serious relationships in my early twenties and I felt like there's no rush. So I got married at nearly 33 and oh, it's fine. So. That's like kind of the age now, right? In your early thirties. Yeah. I, well, I mean, so. no, it is. Maybe in New York, yeah, maybe in LA. I, yeah. it, what'd you say? Maybe New and, York and LA. Yeah, definitely. I, right, right. It's not the Midwest. But I definitely think, you know, listen, this coronavirus thing is is a tough navigation. Dating anyway is tough. But now it's made it tougher, you know. But um you'll but maybe it will be like Love is Blind, the Netflix show. <laughs> but mom, you're seeing these, but when you FaceTime them yeah. or like when you're dating during quarantine, I'm still seeing them on FaceTime. No, I so you're but you're on a date when you them in person, like their mannerisms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't have pressure right. for sex. I mean, obviously, you can't do anything. So you can right. kind of develop a friendship if it's the right person. Right. That's what I've been doing, yeah. Right? But then it's also, for, for Rebecca, for you, it could be difficult with the breath thing. Because you could <laughs> yeah. be like, you could be like this insane. is my favorite out of quarantine. And then the, you make out and you're like, oh, my God, I'm having <laughs> one. Are you kidding me? That's such a good point. Tragic, tragic if that happens every time. Yeah. Wait, yeah, but it's really, it, it's such a good point. Like the bad breath guy would a hundred percent. You'd he's be like, doing. He's amazing as a virtual date. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. Let's. I, I want to read some of the letters you guys sent me, or okay. that people sent to you, because I thought it was really. I thought some of them were really amazing. Okay, so let me just pull some of them up. And I have some. You have some. Mom, do you want to read some? Sure. Um, okay. okay. So, now, I don't know how you say this name. Dear Acra? A-C-C-R-A? I'm, I'm dyslexic, too. I think that's what it is. Yeah, Acra. Okay. Um, 
I'm not trying to be your friend. The only reason I haven't blocked you is so you can see me happy with a man. <laughs> I am not taking orgasms with. No, faking. Faking, faking. Okay. <laughs> I'm not faking orgasms with. Petty, I know. But this is who I am. And it brings me unbelievable pleasure to have you see all the parts of me I hid from you to be perfect. I've always faked it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Havana? First, yeah, Havana. Oh, first name, Accra. First name, Pittsburgh. First name, Havana. First name, Steve. Like, when they people send it to you, they just send you one, right? Have you ever had someone, like, harass you and, like, send you, like, 500? And you're like, I, I always you- send, like, We'll send like multiple. a couple at a time. Yeah, a couple at yeah. a time. We've had okay. people send like novels. Like when I and when I said like we've had to scroll and read, like it was a story. It was like a whole Ooh. um it was like word vomit. But like <laughs> for people like that, it's kinda it, it like she was in better, it. She was in it in the moment. Do you edit them to post? Yeah. We do. We cut them down. Mom, yeah. I'm gonna read one. So this was someone that sent to me or through the podcast. Okay. No, don't, don't be sorry. Okay. So this one said, Dear Eric, I was excited when you finally, after 10 and a half years of dating, we were finally moving to Austin together. Two weeks after I moved into our apartment alone, you told me you weren't coming. You told me you weren't coming because you took a job in San Francisco. Kind of weird. My friends found you in San Antonio um, a month and a half later dating an Instagram influencer. It's okay. I'm better off when you sent me money to break our lease. I found someone to take care of it. And kept the cash. Um, keep doing it for the gram. I don't know her name, Jessica. I don't know. She has a, a can't name. I can't read. But anyway, but when you read these, are you like, see, if I this was yeah. me, I would be like, there is no hope in dating because it all. <laughs> a lot of the, like, have you ever gotten letters that like all kind of sound similar? You're like, oh yeah, yeah. this one is going to be about. Seven years of dating, and then he's going to randomly dump her and then start dating someone a month later. Can, like, yeah, can you just tell? There's so many letters of, like, cheating, and, like, that mm-hmm. actually, like, weighed on me. Like, I was like, what? Like, all these married men? Like, Whoa. like it was all the – it was, all the, it was like, right. from the perspective of the girl who was, like, being lied to. Like, the guy, like, said he was single – was hooking up with her and then she finds out he was like married with children. And there was a, there's been a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Wait, by the way, that's what my story is about. Really? Mom, I didn't tell you. No. Wait, I'll, I'll explain oh, to Tori. Okay. But, I mean, Fair. nothing went further. What? I have one yeah. of those too, Tori. Yeah. So I was talking to this guy on Hinge. Okay. Nowhere on the profile did it say that he was in an open relate, like seemed totally normal. We start messaging it leads to text messaging he said he also um was living in this new york city so i was like oh we felt a, like i'm it's in la i felt a bond long story short i start stalking him i go to his instagram i go to his tag photos and i see he was definitely like dating this girl i was like wait oh no he was married to this girl okay maybe he's like oh. newly divorced then i see he's with a photo with the girl in october i was like that's weird and i see one of my sister's friends like the photo and i'm thinking um oh and i'm with my friend vanessa who like you know she's always had like crazy relationships so she's like i'm telling you he's married and i'm like no he's not i think he just got divorced she's like i'm telling you i'm telling you this guy's married i'm like so i um texted my sister's friend and then she wrote back she's like we need to talk and i was like oh my god so long story short he's still a hundred percent married wow oh no and i was like on oh, my- hinge 
but he's on Hinge. And I was like, and I was like, are you sure that he's still married? Like maybe, I mean, not that I would pursue it if, if he was in an open relationship, but I was like, is he in an open relationship? And she was like, no, he's Mormon. <gasps> so I literally was like, I don't know. I'm still like, mom, this literally happened like a day. I wanted to wait for the podcast. But that was <laughs> and, But you could see nothing phases me anymore. Like right. literally like that. You've heard it all. Well, no, I think it's, I think it's only when she gets really hurt if there's a relationship. Like at this point, it's just a, a, you know, a person that's nondescript that she didn't get involved with. So it doesn't hurt me. It's, yeah, but uh, I didn't even meet him out. Like it was on him. No, I know, but I'm still like, yeah, that's gross. But you had nothing to do with him. So you didn't really get hurt. No. Rebecca, have you had married guy situations? I had, I had a married guy situation I think this was two summers ago or last summer. I can't remember. I was like two summers ago. I was going on my best friend's bachelorette party in Vegas. And um, we were all there. It was like 13 of us girls. We were hanging out in the pool. We started talking to a group of guys. They were hanging out with us all day. We were drinking, having fun. And I happened to connect with this one guy. And like it was one of those things where we were drinking and like we stayed late at the pool. Everyone was going up to get ready for dinner. And he was just, he was just pursuing me in a way, like he clearly wanted to keep hanging out for the rest of the night and everything. And I said, I have to go. I got to run upstairs and go get ready for Didn't dinner. He and he's said like, he wanted what? to fly you to like his, his house yeah, well, in Chicago so, or something. So before dinner, he was like, come down and grab a drink with me at the oh. bar before you go. And I was like, okay, great. I got ready, got down there. I really liked him. He was texting me the whole time I was getting ready and everything. So we go to the bar and our conversations lead to him saying, you should come visit me in Chicago. Um, I will come out to LA. I always go out there in October. We can have a trip there. I'll show you my favorite pizza place in Chicago. I'll show you my dog. Look at my dog. Look at my house. I mean, he was showing me everything about his life. Um, and then I went out for dinner and he was like, meet me at the casino. And then so I met him at the casino and we hung out for the rest of the night. And um, before I left to go upstairs, you know, we went to go kiss and he was a little awkward about it. And I but thought he, nothing of he, it. But he leaned in for the kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then like he sort of backed away and I was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow or something. And so I go up and um, we were, fl- I was flying back to LA the next morning and he was flying back to Chicago and I texted him and I said, it was really nice to meet you. Let me know about that trip. And I never heard from him again. Oh my God. Um, And then I found him on Facebook and it was his wedding picture of him and his wife, like in the picture. Oh my God. And I just, I, I really, really couldn't believe that that had happened. That was the first time that's happened to me. And like just the extent he went to tell me about his life and what he wanted. Yeah. Like, you know, he took that extra step. It was just like shocking. Oh wait, hold on. Sorry. You broke up a little. He just took that extra, you know, effort to like show me his house and tell me to come. It was like so psycho. Sicko. Like sicko. Yeah. Sicko. sicko. <laughs> I think listen, at least both you didn't get involved. You skirted it. Yeah. Right. We skirted you have the, to be on. I thought you weren't in an affair or you went yeah, on Yeah, you did your research and you figured it out. Right. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, how do you trust these guys out there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to do right. your investigating. Exactly. Trust no one. Have you 
ever had the point i feel like you guys if you haven't but maybe you will have you ever had the point where someone wrote a letter and you're like wait i think i dated this guy (laughs) no but that would be amazing yeah yeah but you guys are growing so fast um yeah that's concept yeah it's such a great everybody can everyone could relate number one and everyone's had a breakup or everyone's been hurt in a relationship and especially today when so many people are single quite frankly all right well that's all we're gonna no! record for today you guys thank were, you thank you for having us this oh my God. Is so much. and i know like we want to say yeah. we hope you're both safe we hope you thank family you too thank you very yeah. uncharted territory right yes. all of this and uh, jacqueline hopefully you won't kill your husband you and, <laughs> and <laughs> thank you you too tori Maybe there's love in quarantine. Oh, I thought yeah. you'd be like, I thought you were saying maybe there's love in a married guy. I was oh, like, no, or maybe oh, no. go out and find <laughs> non-married guys when quarantine yeah. And think of a more romantic story than meeting during COVID, like something good to come out of it. Yeah, like when people say the war, they're like, I met your grandfather during, World <laughs> during a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. I, but now it's going to be like, I met your grandfather during COVID. I was texting with 10 other guys on Hinge. It's a long story, but I picked that one. Um, I just want to say to the listeners that as you're listening, please remember to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. And guys, please go and follow um, to the guys I've kind of dated, right? That's the full Instagram account. At to the guys I've dated. Yeah. At to the guys I've dated. Yep. Okay. And you guys, yeah, follow them and write your letters in because I know we have so many single girls that listen to our podcast and it will be so therapeutic. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Mom, you want to say your outro? I I always want to say my outro. So guys, I'm not just Tori's mom, but I'm everyone's mom. And today in quarantine in the COVID times, I am literally the COVID mom. Wow. (laughs) I don't know. That's That's not worth it. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a good thing. That sounds like it sounds like you're like the you're COVID. Yeah. <laughs> the mother I, of COVID. I'm not COVID, but I'm the mom if you need me during COVID.